his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Time now for a daily tech and business report. With 2021 thankfully coming to an end, Bloomberg Senior Executive Editor Brad Stone took a look back at the year in tech. Earlier, he spoke with Eric Thomas. It actually looked kind of like a gloomy year. In some respects, Eric, it was. Uh, I mean, if you look at the numbers, it wasn't, right? I mean, tech valuations went up. Uh, people in the industry are wealthier than ever. Um, but, you know, it was bad for the industry's reputation. Um, you know, we, we navigated things like the chip shortage, the supply chain crisis, almost constant turmoil at Facebook. And when I thought about the year, the the word that came to mind was fleeing. There was a lot of leaving this year, um, literally from Silicon Valley, uh, tech CEOs like Jack Dorsey leaving Twitter, Jeff Bezos resigning from Amazon, to other regions and to, to other parts of the industry. There, there was the whole boom and enthusiasm over Web3. So it's a lot of trying to get away maybe from the things that have made tech controversial and to try to recapture the things that made it exciting in the first place. So, um... In your mind, there was a metaphor here. Elon Musk is fleeing to Texas. Other uh, CEOs fleeing elsewhere for a metaphorical restart. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and literally fleeing the Earth. You mentioned Musk. I mean, it was a banner year for his space company, SpaceX. It was also a historic year for Jeff Bezos' space company, Blue Origin. I think this year set the record for the, for the most ever orbital launches and human space flights. And so there was almost a literal escapism uh, into orbit, try, you know, trying to recapture that excitement of what tech can do and the excitement of the 1950s and 60s around the space industry. You mentioned earlier the turmoil at Facebook. Uh, some folks were hoping that Mark Zuckerberg would uh, retire and leave that to other people, although, yeah, he's kind of young to be retiring. Uh, instead, <laughs> uh, we get uh, Meta. That's right. Again, you know, it's kind of keeping with the theme of, of, of fleeing or reinventions. So, you know, Facebook just had a brutal year. Um, whistleblower Francis Hagen's revelations and all those leaked documents about how the company has managed misinformation and, and fraud on the social network. And, you know, unlike Jack Dorsey, who left Twitter, unlike Bezos, who left Amazon, Mark Zuckerberg sticks around but reinvents the company and tries to change the topic of conversation to, you know, not social networking and all its problems, but the metaverse and all the magical opportunities conjured by that word and this science fiction trope of all of us working and living in uh, in a virtual reality. So uh, when it comes to that, you mentioned the numbers were good for tech companies in 2021, but long-term, and you can read into that, older investors like Calm. So what happens in 2022? I am not a soothsayer. Um, I, you know, obviously, like, you know, tech has its challenges. There, there's some who argue that it's overvalued, that in a post-pandemic world, if, you know, we get there, let's hope, hope um, that things calm down. People spend less time online. People go back to shopping in regular stores. And I actually think that's why maybe we've seen tech stocks cool down a little bit towards the 
the latter half of the year. But I don't know, you know, if I really knew what was coming next, Eric, I'd probably be in a different line of business. I think the one thing we can't count on is that it will surprise us. Yeah, that's that's true. But we also have to worry about the fraught relationship between um, Congress and these tech companies. It's interesting because I think 2020 was a sort of banner year where there were congressional subcommittees examining big tech. You had this fresh influx of energy uh, after the election. And what I think regulators are finding is that it's hard, you know, that these companies are extraordinarily complicated, that they, they hold their private, their information very close. Um, you've, we've got a number of regulatory agencies looking at companies like Alphabet and Amazon and Apple and Facebook, and we'll see what comes to fruition. I mean, court, you know, the regulators might say one thing and then the court's basically have another vision. And, you know, we saw this with the FTC's case against Facebook, where they basically sent it back to the FTC asking for more market definition. So I think it's a tough, it's a tough challenge for regulators. And because there are so many tech companies, um, you know, their attention is pretty diffuse. That's Bloomberg Senior Executive Editor Brad Stone. You can hear our tech and business report weekdays at 1230 p.m. on KCBS. And for more, tune into Bloomberg TV at 2 p.m. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 